Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yes, because the topics we discuss are so vastly important, monumentally. They, they change the world. We, our job is to alter how things work and function, to inform you and get you woked by the uh, level of education we bring you. Yes, we have degrees and things and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and things and stuff. Exactly. Yes. We have all the degrees and things and stuff, and we're here to inform you on all those things we have degrees on. Mm-hmm. Pick one. That one? Yeah, that. Exactly. Whatever you're thinking of, we got that degree. It doesn't yes. matter which one you think it is. We have it. Factually. Even the made-up ones. Even, like, degree in watermelons. Yes. Come on. We have the best degree in watermelons. Nobody is a watermelon expert the way we are. We have all the degrees under the sun and under other stars as well, not just the sun. We have all the degrees under all the stars. We're intergalactic. Well, we have the, 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 what the fuck are these called? The, um, the subhumans. The sub- and with the subhumans on our fancy rockets, we go and we learn from everyone in the Federation, like Star Trek, but the real one, not the fake one that's on TV. You guys don't know about the real one. Well, the real one is a lot like... The one on TV. It's almost identical. Like Picard really exists in this reality. he has a different name. Picard is based on a real guy who is a true hero among the real Federation that explores all that there is. Mm -hmm. Except we really haven't explored a bunch either because we're kind of trapped in our little... Well, we'll get there eventually. Yes. Interesting enough, I do believe we might get there soon. Like next year? I don't know under what times, our lifetimes. Our lifetime? Okay. I think within our lifetimes, we can travel the entire expanse of the universe, at least the observable universe, but correction, and further. And further. And further. Okay. And why do you think that? Well, because I have stumbled upon the possibility that, well... Let's rewinding. Yeah, that's a rewind sound. Okay. <laughs> Previously on Just Conversation, we were talking about the uh, pyramids. Oh, wait, we're supposed to make like a fake every time we have like a memory. There's supposed to be scenes that didn't even happen oh, crap. on the previously, right? So yes. it's going to be like a little rewind sound. I'm sure our engineers have that somewhere and they're going to splice that into the audio. Okay. So assuming that does happen and they're I'm not say totally things, right? wrong. Yeah, we're both going to say totally random things. So insert audio here. I'll do my own so that we know the cue. Previously on Just Conversation... The pyramids. Aliens. Teleportation? Question mark? Mayans. Vanishing. Other pyramids. Rocket ship. Is it us? Present day. Or I guess we put the... Now there's a forward okay. sound, right? <laughs> yes. Is that we rewind... We, we, I guess the opposite of a rewound sound or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
So yeah, we were talking about the uh, in several different occasions we've discussed. The yeah, there's pyramids. gotta be like two or three episodes. Yeah, there's a couple, Maybe and more. we they mm. they all got different information. And one of them we brush over how weird the pyramid is, just talking about other shit. I think we we're talking about wonders or some shit. Yes. And then in another episode, we broke apart the fact that there is what seems to be technology inside the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Specifically the Pyramid of Giza. I think that was the closest one. And then I believe the first one was discussing different types of pyramids in which we also landed in the Mayans totally vanishing. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they had what looked like to be platforms to move parts of the pyramid around, which suggests rocket ships could be hidden in there, opens, and then boom, shoots out. Yes. Which is weird that that would be there anyways. Mm -hmm. But going to the Pyramid of Giza, right? That's in Egypt? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was cool. this a while ago. Scientists found something very interesting. Mm-hmm. What? It was a, a a gap. They were using uh, echolocation or sonar or some shit to dig through without digging through, and they found that there was like a gap in there, just a hole, an empty space. There could be stuff in there, but it's not solid like the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, "Oh, interesting, curious, curious fact here." And they start sending more signals straight through, more interesting. See how big it was or something. Yeah. The gap. But the thing is, they found a bigger gap that's un- not connected to the previous one. Okay. There's two holes there inside of this thing that already seems like it has some form of technology going on. But they found more than one, two? Or was that the end of it? They found exactly two giant gaps. They found two giant gaps. A tiny one towards the base and a larger one higher up. It's somewhere around uh, a piece of the pyramid called the King's Chamber that is also what is expected to be one of the power coils. What? Interesting. That is uh, interesting. Detail that there would be yes. a gap close to what is the power coil. The power coil is a very strange idea in itself. Even if nothing was next to it, why is there a power coil? Why is there what's potentially wiring and... Um, conduction tubes in a pyramid that's ancient as fuck and then we just find a gap so where are you going with this well i cracked open some books and decided to dive into what could be done with part a and part B, because the scientists are too slow. I'm getting bored of waiting for them to do it. What I know I can a solve and B, it. Though? Are those the different gaps or that's something else? The gaps and the technology. Oh, okay. The combination of the two pieces we know, mm-hmm. putting those two together. You're going to solve the mystery of the, the gaps. The mystery of the gaps and what the electrical components within the pyramid is and why it's there. Whoa. But I think I actually did solve the problem. You did? First, scientists are idiot. I know better. You do? I know better mm-hmm. than people who have studied and worked on this hands-on their entire lives in my weekend of research. <laughs> what? So, if they want to get some tips on how to do it right, on how to, in one weekend... Figure out what the they're still scratching their heads about. Stupid scientists. Stupid scientists. What? Took them so long. But I what books were you looking at to figure it out? Was it books written by scientists? Maybe. <laughs> okay. And maybe a lot of them were picture books. Ah. Maybe it was all picture books. You were just looking at picture books and you solved it. Might have been coloring books. Ah. Uh. 
I might have been looking at coloring books that kind of sort of show the pyramids in a way simplistic kind of way. And it made sense to you. And it clicked. What? I solved it. Do you know that meme of uh, the lady and the numbers flying in front of her face? Yes. That happened in real life. In fact, I saw that lady in the middle of a hallucination that told me all the answers. Okay. I might have Why also done drugs. At... So you're looking at coloring books after... On drugs. Okay, on drugs. <laughs> and then I had a hallucination about that meme. And then the numbers in there clicked in the meme. The numbers in the and meme. And the numbers equal the solution the to solution the problem. The solution to the problem. That the... Scientists couldn't figure out their whole lives. They should have just done some hard drugs, and then they would have found the answer. What? Of course, that was the answer. Of course, right? Of course. The answer is always on the other side. Yeah. Anyways, so the the idea here is pretty clear. The Big Pyramid is some sort of piece of technology that does something that requires electricity, because we have electrical components, and somehow this hole we found works into it. The hole does, for sure. For sure. Okay. Now- Both the holes? Maybe. Okay. Depends. I'm not entirely sure on the logistics of here, but I'll, I'll float my ideas by. Yeah. So, first, I think the three small pyramids are batteries. What? They hold the energy that gets sent in and is received through the machine that we see Were in the bigger pyramid. Were there things found in those little pyramids? Yes. Not as intricate and complicated as the bigger pyramid. Okay. But enough to think that they're batteries? Enough to believe that there might be parts of it we haven't found that could oh, be batteries. Yes. Okay. And the size of these pyramids alone tells us that the amount of energy that they could hold is quite big. How big? A lot. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I said uh, 10 Googleplex kilowatts. Does that number mean anything? Nah. So big. <laughs> okay. Big is enough. Now, that means the bigger pyramid is the machine itself. A machine. Yeah. Whatever is being powered by the three smaller battery pyramids uh -huh. is the big pyramid. Yes. It needs that. It probably has solar energy that it's also using, but it probably stores the energy in these other ones. So it could use, one, the solar energy that it's using actively and have backup energy. It's mm -hmm. because whatever it's doing probably needs a lot of energy. Hmm. It probably can't even be used frequently. Yeah. It could take maybe months, years, hundreds of years to charge? I'm not sure. Could uh -huh. could just be months or so weeks. So do you have many ideas of what this big pyramid is? Or I just got one? two and they're based on the same principles, which means this is probably what it was for to begin with. Okay. So it's something along these lines, right? So we establish okay. that it is some sort of energy-based machine, energy-based technology. Yes. It uses energy. And now my theories go as follow. I believe that – so the small pyramids power the big pyramid. We have power coil. We have energy bouncing around. We have a tip that seems to be a big focal point. That tip should be pointing at something. Mm-hmm. Now. Okay. Yes, what? One of two things. First, I initially believed this could have been some sort of laser. A laser? Just a laser? A laser. But it's a kind of laser that requires ginormous energy sources. Like they were in a battle with aliens and then made that to fight them off. <laughs> it would be way more complicated than that. Uh, what? The idea here would be that the amount of energy you're pumping into this one thing. And again, mm -hmm. we don't know how far these pyramids go into the... Like what's the size of the battery? 
And what's all the technology we don't see beneath the pyramid itself? Yeah. Uh-huh. We can't dig. We can't look. It just is what it is. We see what we see, and we're left to deal with that. But assuming that there's quite a bit, we're just seeing the proverbial tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And there's okay. a giant cannon-like structure digging into the ground. Who knows how far? Mm-hmm. Being powered by these three pyramids that also dig into the ground. Who knows how far? Yes. Massive amounts of energy could be stored in those. And then this tip of a laser beam that we're seeing <gasps> isn't just to fight aliens, but rather to destroy entire planets. To this, what kind of, what? You could aim it at a planet. Boom, gone. But why? Battle. To so, conquer. So battle. Okay. To establish dominance. That is so crazy. So maybe this was ground zero. If we go back to the most recent episode where we discussed this, I don't even remember the name of the episode, but we can't, we brushed over this kind of stuff where we were talking about the possibilities that we took off the planet in different waves. Yes. That okay. means we had the ability to explore, and maybe we found things, and maybe this was one of the ground bait. Maybe we have many of these on different planets, mm-hmm. and it allows us to aim and destroy things in the middle of a war. We can get rid of an entire race if we uh, destroy a planet, oh. just extinct some whole shit. Yeah. Now, it's because of the type of weapon that it would be, the range would be quite limited. Okay. It would still be... Bare max, like maximum possibility nearby stars. Minimum possibility within our own star system. Okay. Now, if we look at old hieroglyphs and we look at um, just records, the ancient form of records of people keeping those people who somehow knew that the Earth was round originally, that there were a bunch of planets or whatever, there are often two additional planets. That we do not have, and it does not include Pluto. Yes. Now because those no two see Pluto. Yeah. Oh wait, so you... <gasps> those two planets aren't uh-huh. there anymore. Yes. Ah. Uh... That's to say that they didn't get their calculations wrong. We see that they had everything right. But they destroyed so those planets. Why don't we have the planets they predicted? Uh... It's because the planets are fucking gone. They blew the planets up. We had that technology. But would their ashes still be out there? Like, would they be part of the rings or something? They might be the meteor belt. Yeah. Oh. It might not be that they're in the meteor belt. There's they might be the meteor the belt. two meteor belts, two planets. Ah. What? Yep. What? I guess they're asteroid, but those asteroid, asteroid belts. belts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the two different asteroid belts could have been two different planets that were fully oh. destroyed. Now, this is assuming we have a civilization with the capacity to fix the gravitational force of the system after you've destroyed such heavy things. So that's the assumption we're making. These are particularly advanced civilizations. They have some sort of laser weapon they can do quite a lot with. Yes. Like, if that's what they have, they probably have other technologies, too, right? Yes. Yes. They need to have, like, it can't just be a crazy weapon and then then everything else is primitive. (laughs) Everything is normal. Yeah, we're assuming they have quite a bit of technology. Mm -hmm. And maybe those are the same people who left. Now, the amount of energy it would require, again, should be theoretically massive. Yes. But we don't know how sophisticated it is. The technology should be massive by our current standards. And we're assuming we're technologically primitive to mm-hmm. those people of that time. Hmm. Like we're nowhere near building a planet-destroying laser. 
That is so far out of our reach, but they got there, which means they've efficientized energy storage and laser technology. Yes. They have to have a computer in there too, right? Yeah. So it has to be so sophisticated that it's outside of our understanding, thus destroying a planet and having just three generators that could be indeterminate size. Fascinating. Great. Total possibility. Mm-hmm. It might be less energy than we think it would need to destroy a planet because they made it so efficient. But assuming that it's vastly more efficient than we have the ability to conceive, it could be used to detonate a star. What? You trigger a star into blowing up. Why would someone want to do that? A different system with different life forms that you are at war with. Whoa, that is too crazy. So you could just aim. Fire, clear it out. Which, oddly enough, there are two images, one that depicts some sort of light or beam or something shooting out of a pyramid. I don't know what the hell it is, but interesting image. Also a hieroglyph. And the other is of a... I wouldn't say a star, but it looks like the sky itself is exploding. These are both hieroglyphs? Hieroglyphs, yes. That the sky itself is exploding. Mm. Which both tell us the possibility that, yeah. That that's what happened. That that's what happened. Whoa. So we've probably cleared out some of our own planets in the primitive stages of that same technology. Mm. And over who knows how long, made it sophisticated enough to take out a star and take out the whole system with it. That is so crazy. That is too much. And we wouldn't even know that there's an entire star system missing. Yeah. It would just not be there. Except that they they left a little picture for us. They left picture <laughs> for whatever reason. Pictures mm. of laser-looking pyramids and skies blowing up. That's amazing. Kind of weird, right? Yes. It's crazy. Interesting, right? Yes. Now, that is the low-energy version of what we're talking about. With the amount of energy it needs, that's still the low-energy cost option. And... That wasn't even my first idea. I solved this problem. I came up with this conclusion trying to fix the original idea that then in return got refined even more because Uh it included a couple of different stages. The second option is that this pyramid is some sort of teleporter or transporter. What? And what are those giant rooms, though? How do they relate to all this? In the case of a transporter or teleporter that room is where you're leaving and arriving from oh oh what you need a safe empty spot that you can pop in and out of without phasing into a wall yes and that would be it and that would be it okay well how do you okay how does this become a teleporter all right so first this would require quite vast amounts of energy quite vast amounts of energy but In the two options here, we have a higher energy and a lower energy as well. So assuming it is some sort of transporter, right? See. Now, I'm assuming there's three different options here. Two different energy consumption methods. So transporter, low energy. Mm -hmm. We get turned in the void, the large room, into matter that is raw material. But it's our entire structure. Yeah. The machine that is inside of the pyramid jumbles us up, sends us through tubes, aligns us, and shoots us out the tip of the pyramid. That being said, the moving of matter through space at speeds 
as fast or faster than light would require a clusterfuck of energy. Is that safe, though? So I we, mean, we would, like, go through things if we were just matter going through space, you know? We're assuming that the energy would tear through all that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And, like, leave us where we need to be. Mm-hmm. But it would take too much energy to move us, let's say, to the next star. All right. So we're talking about just local travel within our system. Uh, it would be, you go to the pyramid, you can land on Mars in a couple of seconds. Yes. Versus having to take a flight that takes you forever. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And that allows a colonized Mars to have been the previous location. And maybe there was a pyramid there, too. Mm-hmm. And that could shoot us back to Earth easily, sending yeah. us from one to the other. It could be any planet, not just Mars. Like, it could be the farthest planet from here. Yes, it would take a little longer, but it would be so incremental. Because although you have massive amounts of energy, the distances are pretty short. Well... It would take too much seemingly impossible amounts of energy to send us outside of the star system because of the size of those distances. Yeah. But to Mars, what? Yes. If we wanted to go farther, we do have a different option, which would be teleportation. In this instant, we could get farther quicker, not too far, because we still have to send the message that has to move through space. The teleporter is what exactly? We're not materials anymore. Are we still You're getting destroyed. All of that is being scanned. The message of the information that was scanned is sent to the destination where you are reconstructed out of raw materials. Oh my god. It wouldn't be you, but it would, to everyone else, be indistinguishably you. Yeah. So your lights go out, but you kind of keep going in the universe, really. Yeah. That is so crazy. That's a crazy Yeah, one. I fucking hate teleporters. I don't know. I don't like teleporters. No. I want to be... I don't want the lights to go out. But you won't know. But you do know. If you know the science, but if you don't know the science, it's perfectly fine because it just... You're, you're asleep. You wake up. Like, it's it's normal. Yeah. Like, as well, long as you, you don't, don't wake know, up. But you think... You, like, if you don't tell them that that's what's happening... Yeah. If you don't explain it and they just see it happen... Yeah. They're like, okay, that's not fine. If you see somebody teleport from one side of the room to the other, you're like, oh, yeah, he's over there. Yeah. And then you jump in, you died, but another you popped out. Somebody's like, oh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. You can really trick people if they don't know. But also, in some future version of this, you kind of just eat it. It's just like, it is what it is. Doing well, my lights, who cares? It's still me moving around. It's so crazy, I guess. I don't know. It's, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's weird. The the infinite darkness. <sighs> Casually chosen. But there's another me out there. I don't know. I don't know. It's so, insignificant anyways, right? Because you go far enough into space, shit just repeats. Yeah. But how far can this take us? You said it will it, go much farther? It would definitely be able to travel at the speed of light because it would just travel the information. You're not moving the matter itself. You don't have to force the matter to travel at the speed of light. You could just send the message, which travels at the speed of light. Amazing. And so you get farther faster with less energy. Hmm. So theoretically, you can send you out way farther. Like anywhere. Yeah. It would just take absurd amounts of time to get there. Oh. But you'd get there at the speed of light. Yeah. Like you could send you to Alpha Centauri 
We yeah. just take however long light takes to and get. And you don't age through this process at no. all? No, because it saves you exactly as you were, and it's going to reconstruct the exact information it recorded of you. Oh, okay. When it comes to the other one, is it the same thing? Do you yeah, you're just broken you down to your individual particles and then constructed elsewhere, but that's literally your same particles. Yeah, but those particles don't age? No, because they're not um, cells at the moment. Okay. Cells are constructed of atoms. These atoms are individual. Oh, all right. It's so complicated. You're broken okay. down to particles. You're you might even be atom splitting and containing the destructive information. What? Yeah. Okay. These are two different options. Yes. Where we have a vastly thoroughly complex transporter that'll break you down and send you locally. Mm-hmm. Or a teleporter is going to destroy you, scan you, and send the information to reconstruct you elsewhere. Beautiful. In the transport, you are locally trapped. It would be so vastly complicated to send you to a different star. Yeah. And it would still have a moment's lag before you got to the planet you're heading to within our system. While with the teleporter, speed of light, without a doubt. Speed of light. And you have the science for this? Yeah. Information travels at the speed of light. No, right. not that. For how you came up with these two conclusions? Using laser technology is exactly how both oh. of them would occur. I you thought would you would excite meant... the atoms in their individual state. Electrons would then create the source of energy, and then you would fling that outwards the way a laser works. And they would both use these rooms the same way for those two options? Yeah. And for the just regular laser to destroy planets? or They don't use rooms. They don't use rooms? Okay. No, maybe that's like the control room, if anything. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. But using the basic science that scientists use for lasers is how I came to these conclusions in the first place, that these are different alternatives for what could be done with these things and picture books and crayons. And drugs. And drugs. A lot of drugs. Okay. Now, now, we have teleportation technology. We have the two options established. They don't allow for much. It's kind of complex. We're still trapped within the local system Mm -hmm. even if whether local stars or local planets either way and in the case of transportation you have got to have so much energy to send you farther in the case of teleportation you could send you farther and it would take less time or i guess less energy would really be the argument here it would just be less energy yeah transportation would take such fuck tons of energy because you got to send matter at the speed of light so it'd be easier just to do teleportation. Just to do teleportation because it already travels at the speed of light. You could just send the information out, mm-hmm. broadcast it in the direction you needed to go, and Crazy. it reaches its destination at the mm-hmm. speed of light without needing to get it to the speed of light. Yeah. You could just hop from one Earth to another. <laughs> yes. Well, that brings up the next solution to the problem. Now, I kind of dove down the rabbit hole of what these rooms could be, how they could be used, assuming they are where you begin. Okay. Maybe, and this is where the second room comes in. Before we have the small room, we have the big room. And the big room has, in these other two scenarios, a location for you to be, show up, and disappear from safely. Yes. Assuming you get sent to a different pyramid that is the reception point that has the same structures inside, you get sent from here, you pop in the void of a different pyramid on a different planet. Easy. So what does the other room do? What does it do? If we were to say that it is, in fact, transportation and not teleportation, there's an option that allows us to get anywhere easily, but we have to know where we're sending you. 
kind of like Nightcrawler from X-Men, but mm-hmm. he has to kind of know where he's going so that he doesn't pop up in a wall. Yes. Oh, so horrifying. So, if we had a room that could isolate a single particle, we'll call that the bigger void, it has the technology and the structure to isolate a single individual particle. And then the person that's going to be flung through that particle, and those words are selected very carefully, through the particle, that person would be in the small room. You would then get turned into the same matter that our previous example of transportation had. Uh Then you would get moved through the mechanisms inside of the pyramid, Mm -hmm. then into that particle. And using entanglement theory, we would find another particle anywhere in the observable universe, aim that specifically by the pyramid. It would pick and isolate, presumably, another pyramid somewhere in the vast distance of space, anywhere in space, you would just choose exact coordinates and the planet would align the pyramid so precisely. That's so crazy. And you would send the person through the particle, they would show up at the other particle, anywhere in the universe, instantaneously without a gap. Anywhere. Anywhere, instantaneously. No time goes between one moment to the other because you're using... Spooky action at a distance. What? It's just one particle is going to react. You can understand how to send information through it to make it pop up elsewhere. And yeah. you can use that same thing to communicate. It's not just a transporter for matter. You can definitely send a person. But you can also communicate at any distance using that same thing. What do you mean? Any other system that might have any other life form mm-hmm. anywhere in the universe that has a receiving terminal like this pyramid could get information oh you just use this what super duper computer yes it is a super mega ultra exaggerated computer yes oh and you could just talk with anyone anywhere in the universe using the but you could also send things through you could send things through people through matter technology anything you'd like could go through this starting at the small room getting just turned to raw matter flung through the entire system that then calculates and puts you through the particle sends which is uh, sends you through the particle to the exact point being chosen by the tip of the pyramid flings in that direction you instantaneously pop out on the other side without any lag between the two points and you pop out on the other pyramid in the smaller void after you were shot out of the bigger void and the same process works in reverse sending you through the systems it still has a power coil that's making sure the systems stay functioning as you move through and get recomposed Mm -hmm. in the smaller room what is that even a thing like not is that is that even a thing but like is that a thing scientists are planning on doing in the future is that even a is that a sci-fi thing well we know transportation is factually possible we call that cars Mm -hmm. put the matter in the thing move the matter from one place to the other that's a great example we can also do that by having a bunch of atoms in a thing which we move from one place to the other we also know entanglement factually works okay and we know if we can understand how to use it that it would factually be able to send information okay and we also theorize that the creation of a wormhole would function the same way this would be that this would be a wormhole inside of a pyramid that we control that we control And we open and close at will and it's seemingly microscopic and we send something straight through it's subatomic actually 
and we send whatever through the particle itself. That we like trunk shrunken. We turned everything into pure particles that we could fit through. Yeah. And then it pops out at the other end. That sounds crazy. And it gets recomposed instantaneously. What? The entire process would take two to three seconds from turn on to arrival. Wow. It would just be like a flash of light boom around the other side. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yes. Which would be possible, assuming they have the technology that we already assumed they had to begin with, yeah. which is crazy giant laser technology and so complicated structures that aliens built it. Or if they were the doing this with it, could they still be doing the whole laser killing planet thing as well? Yes, but that would be so primitive by comparison. Oh. We could hit the other side of the universe. With a laser? With a laser. Huh. Wait, we could do that too? I mean, not with a laser. We could send them. Yeah. We could send any matter person or thing message to the other side of the universe. Yeah. Shooting a laser into space is like the bare minimum. To fire our enemies. That's or nothing. Our enemies would be crushed so minimalistically. We can choose a particle and destroy the atom on that side, creating a subatomic explosion that would collapse into a black hole oh anywhere gosh. we decided. Oh. Okay, that's way cooler. Yeah, like fuck a laser. Yeah. The fuck, fuck a laser. What? We could just fuck with anything, anywhere. Yes. We could just send an infinite amount of dense matter to one spot. We they don't need, we don't even need a particle to choose. Yes. We can just manufacture a black hole on command anywhere. That is awesome. Just be like, we have the particle here. We'll send whatever there to the other side. That it's in such large amount that it just collapses into a black hole and sucks whatever the fuck is around it. But. But the laser thing, you said there are pictures for that. Is there any pictures or hieroglyphs of anything like this? Anything about teleportation or transportation or any no. hints? But we're assuming that beam could be the same thing, and anyone that doesn't have it wouldn't show us anything because it's happening inside the pyramid to begin with. But they wouldn't show us? We wouldn't see what's inside the pyramid. Oh. Because it's inside the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And also, how would we depict somebody turning into matter? Like, it could be any know. of the images we're looking at that looks like gibberish. Uh, like, what does be. matter look like entering a particle? No idea. I don't know, but there has to be some... I don't know. I don't know. How would you draw something yeah, like that? Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe we've seen it. I don't yeah. know. How would we know what we're looking at at that uh. point? Okay, that's a good point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at particles going in the particles. So here's this particle. Okay, can you describe the particles so I can get like, a, I'm blind. I need like a visual a help. Well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, who knows? Maybe, mm. maybe there's a, maybe that's the only thing that's out there. A billion images of that. But we're like, it's gibberish. It's gibberish. It's yes. just gibberish uh, going on. Okay. But yeah, this type of technology would allow us to do that. Definitely. We could just, the, a laser would be so irrelevant when we could just, remove you yes easily easily just remove you just here's a black hole enjoy but even if we were able to use that technology we like we would need to know where the end part of that goes though like we really can't go anywhere (laughs) unless we had a place in mars already then we can do we could go there but we can't go actually anywhere else well uh that's actually wrong we can calculate the distance to any individual particle, set those coordinates, pop up over there, and also through that same particle that we're using to pop up on the other side, send crap tons of 
matter and tools and technology to immediately start building on the other side. In fact, we could send robots so that we don't need to destroy living organic creatures. Yes. So we fling yeah, just, robots Yeah, I it. just thought of, like, we could look for other... We're already looking for Earth, planets that are like Earth. We could just go there. That's primitive. We're looking for planets like Earth. They would have no need for that. No, but I'm talking about us if we, you're, we're using the technology. Well, yeah, definitely. But also at that point... If we learn how to use that technology, we don't need to look for planets like Earth. We could just make it because we learned how to use the technology. Ah. We'd be messing with individual particles. We could do whatever the hell we want at that point. Oh, okay. But they would, in theory, let's say they found the other side of the uh, observable universe. They pick random coordinates. They're like the furthest point we can see. Let's send something there so we can later use the same coordinates. And so they send all the machinery needed to self-terraform mm-hmm. and create more pyramids, a habitable environment, and all the necessities so that when life goes through, it just has somewhere to go and somewhere to show up. There could just be a pyramid built by machines and then the court, they just get a message to the same thing after it's built. You know, Oh, it's working now because I got a message saying it's working. Now I know the other pyramid's good. Uh-huh. Now we'll send somebody through to confirm they get to the other side and they send a message. Oh, yeah, it worked. I'm over here. Yes. Now you can send whatever over here. Yes. Assuming that's, cool. that's the case, it didn't begin here. And this goes back to our previous argument from a previous episode that we probably started somewhere else and just began jumping from place to place, dropping people off, and then they would learn and then leave the planet themselves. And we would repeat yeah. that throughout and the And they're universe. not related to anything from the past. It just happens that we all end up doing the same thing. Yes. That's what? Now, if that were the case, there's one obvious destination that it all began. And it isn't here. But where? But it, you know where this place is? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It began so far away. But they landed here. And mm-hmm. chances are that from over there, they aimed many different locations, sent things many different locations, established many different colonies throughout the entire observable universe, mm-hmm. and also way more. And it would be the Great Void. Oh, of course. Okay. Because they already had technology to create Dyson spheres that would trap entire stars so they can have seemingly infinite energy and power any kind of technology that they could have. They wouldn't be stuck over there. That's just their movement with space traversing technology rather than instantaneous motion. Man, how far are they from us? That's ridiculous, right? That's crazy distances away. That's so ridiculous. Whoa. But yeah, we could be in there. Not us, but where we came from. (laughs) Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That is probably the beginning point of the most ancient, most advanced civilization that exists in all of the universe. And somehow, if we manage to get over there, we'll just see more of ourselves. Yep. And it'll just be like, you're really close to human, dude. What the fuck? And they'll be like, yeah, we're kind of you guys. We were here first. Yep. And then I guess we would just continue doing what they were doing. Yeah. Like, what else so is there? <laughs> chances are they had pyramids first. And that's why we don't find anything in our star, in our solar system. We don't find crap around our star because insignificant. They sent, they came from super far. Colonize a whole star for what? We can take over all the stars. Yeah. Any star we want. Just spread them out as fucking much as you can. Because they'll them. end up spreading themselves out. 
yes. in that solar system anyway. Okay. And just mo- first you start Great Void. Then you aim in every possible direction, evenly spaced out everywhere. And you send some here, some there, some here, some there, some here, some there. This, and then from those places, eventually they're going to edge to the same point And from that very same spot, send each other everywhere the same distance. Mm-hmm. Everywhere possible. And so repeating that over and over and over, eventually, rather than spreading out from a center point to take over the universe, you sort of take over all of it at the same time. There's not a sphere spreading out. Of course, that's the energy sector, you could say. Yeah. The Great Void is the energy sector. Millions of stars trapped inside. Maybe entire galaxies, actually. But would our goal be to go to the Great Void or we have no particular goal. Nobody has a goal. No one has a goal. Just okay. explore more and see if there's something weirder out there. Yeah. See if we find the Egyptians yes. out there. <laughs> now the the idea would be that if we have this kind of technology, we do have access to not just the observable universe. It would be however infinitely large the whole universe is. Within no time we could colonize the observable universe by doing the method i just said you start in the middle spread them all out anywhere all together machines built the thing then you send the humans and repeat rinse repeat rinse repeat rinse repeat but if we had a pyramid at the very edge of the observable universe and we sent somebody through our pyramid to that one yes now that pyramid is the new center of the observable universe if you aim that pyramid away from our previous pyramid We'd have a whole new space look you at. You <laughs> aim in that direction at the next farthest point. Yeah. And you send it now. This new location that you build a new pyramid at is outside of the observable universe mm-hmm. of the previous pyramid. That's pretty crazy. And all mm-hmm. you would need is the coordinates for this new pyramid. And then you could send people there. And you could send people there without it even being inside of your observable universe. Ah. What? Not only that, the information would bounce instantaneously. So you'd like, I need the coordinates for this group of people that want to do this somewhere this far from our observable universe. From pyramid to pyramid, it would go instantaneously. Yeah. So you don't even have to leave. You don't need. You just need um, the location. You don't have to see it. You don't have to see as it as long as you have the location. Yeah. You just type the numbers. Show up. Done. Well... You can send it anywhere in the universe, no matter what the distance might be. Yes. And this could be repeated over and over and over and over. That'd be cool. Now, if that's the case, and we are just some of the many, that means it's totally possible that we are not even part of the original group of people that went out. No. There are some stars that have weird things going on around them, and we're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Maybe life did happen once, just once. And everything else that we see is somehow related to that same original instance of life. Okay. And maybe that, whatever that is, could have started in the Great Void and sent things out, but we're not Team 2. We could be Team 3 or 4 or 5 or 6. And one of those other things that's surrounded by one of those weird, one of those stars that has like weird behavior is just a more advanced civilization using the technology. And one of them could have then tried to repeat the process and sent us here. Yeah. Or they just, in some different stage, sent somewhere else and got more, and then those are the ones who sent. So we don't know how far down the tree we are. No. To go from colonizing entire galaxy clusters to our shitty stage. Yeah, and we're not even the first here, because we we have, this would be proof that there was some other one here. Yes. They just abandoned us here. Yes. 
So we have a couple of things happening, and that's actually a really good point. There's clearly evidence that we were here before we were here. Yes. So bare minimum, we're third wave. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Minimum. Man. Minimum. Assuming <laughs> first, that's just uh. assuming first wave is at the great void. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a greater void way the hell outside of our observable universe. Yes. And that's where it started. Yeah, that's possible. But we can't this see is that the far. Best guess for what we have. <laughs> this is the best guess. This is limited. For what we can see. <laughs> yes. This is limited entirely to our current point of view of the universe. Yes. We have no other perspective, no other angle to look at this from. Mm-hmm. And this would actually take the least amount of energy the The, least the least amount of energy from all those other options from all those other options wow it would just be a matter of understanding how to use the particle what that's crazy science man yes the science is way advanced which is why it would use the least amount of energy because we're doing something crazy but you'll still need all that space and stuff for that everything else would still come into play because you need to isolate the particle control it you need to be able to send the thing through the particle and without the particle collapsing or some variable changing and destroying whatever's going through it a bunch of calculations that happen instantaneously that's what the computer part is for okay okay and at this point we can just say that the pyramid is the ultimate quantum computer hmm the ultimate piece is that the goal for a quantum computer though or that's not really... I mean, anything, anything that is... it could possibly do, it would do. Oh, okay. It could. It's. It has internet. You could just talk to your friend outside of the observable. Hey, man, how's that other <laughs> side of the universe where physics works kind of weird? Oh, yeah, man, it's kind of cool. Things float out here. Ha- you could just go over there? You could visit people anywhere okay. at any given moment. Anywhere that there's people and a place to show up. Yes. Okay. And I'm sure the government would have restrictions on where you could go. No, there's no nothing out there. We can't send you out there. That's dangerous. You're just going to pop up and die. You yeah. can only go to colonized space. So be like traveling here, but in space. Okay. But in space. <laughs> yeah. It brings a very No Man's Sky-esque portal scenario into reality where it's like, if you have the coordinates, you can go fucking anywhere. That's Doesn't matter awesome. where in the universe it is. Whoa. You can just pop up anywhere you want. That is actually usable technology yes but you have to remember the first you died that's still the same technology right (laughs) no that would be a that's not you being destroyed information being sent oh okay that's probably entanglement at play which is still you for sure it's you for sure in no man's sky it's you for sure okay it's a portal Yes. All right, then. Good. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. It's In fact, when you go through In No Man's Sky, one of those portals, you it's a wormhole. It's a legit wormhole. You get flung through. You even see the inside of the wormhole, and you pop up on the other side. Mm-hmm. No Man's Sky. That's... Okay. Whoa. We're going to be living in No Man's Sky. Yeah. Or I guess we are living in it. We just don't know how to use it Yeah, yet. we're not advanced enough. We're not advanced enough, but someone's living it right now. <laughs> yes. Maybe millions and billions that would be such small numbers even they would be more than billions it would be beyond trillions whatever civilization has the capacity to take over the great void and have that many stars taken down is beyond bill we're currently at billions yeah yeah that's really nothing like trillions is still talking small numbers yeah it would be such advanced long-lasting civilization that got that far alone it's numbers that we can't comprehend yeah the number, man, that's gotta be crazy. It's gotta be crazy. What? And they could just go wherever they want. Yes. Hmm. Wow. Fascinating. Yes. Though. That's what I believe the pyramids are. 
That is cool. The laser is still cool, even if it's not as cool. It's still it's still pretty cool in a like. I needed the information of the laser to fully understand the rest of this. Yeah, but it what the goal wasn't for the laser. The goal wasn't for the laser. It was just something I had to prove conceptually. Oh, okay. But still a really cool idea if yes, it was lasers. But not as cool, but still, what? It's possible that that was the original stage. It is possible that it began as a laser. And then they learned to use it for something it just, even the, better. The technology <laughs> inside it kept getting tweaked and turned yeah. and tweaked and turned until we have something so complicated that a laser stopped existing and we could just, like, we're at war with something? Oh, poor them. Here's a black hole, bitch. Yes. Ah, crazy. You just fuck with a particle, create some, like, not even, like, you got an atom split at their location, but you can do it because you just have the technology and you just do that over there and boom, over. You destroyed an entire, and it just blinks out of existence. Yeah. Ah. And with that level of technology, presumably, the more advanced, if we just keep turning it to the max, how could this, this is the limit of what we're thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Fling anywhere, anytime, do kind of almost anything. You have access to the whole observable universe. More, in fact. More. You can take over entire galaxies with Dyson spheres and make the whole shit go dark and preserve 100% of 100 light. Yeah. Nothing gets out. Great Void is just super advanced civilization battery. How much more advanced could it be? Is We don't need the great void amount of energy, realistically speaking. What's that for? We would need way less energy to power fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Whole galaxy is just like dark patch. Are you fucking kidding me? What's going on there? Turn it to the highest possibility. The great void itself is battery power for universe manipulation technology. Probably using the most advanced version of the quantum computer, which would still just be the pyramid. Allowing you to put, I want to create a galaxy at this destination. Oh my gosh. And you have the energy of whole other galaxies. Yeah. Millions of galaxies to just make one. It would be so easy with the energy of a million galaxies to make one galaxy. Whoa. You just make your own galaxy. Is that what happens in the end of No Man's Sky? Maybe. (laughs) I I mean, you just pop up in a different galaxy. Oh, you don't make it? That'd be cool. But like, beyond the point of being able to reach anywhere, we probably have more advanced technology. In No Man's Sky, you have the ability to reach anywhere. Mm -hmm. But they're kind of still almost bound to the first galaxy until they get the pass to a new galaxy. Yeah. While in reality, if this technology works the way I believe, you could just aim at any galaxy at any moment and be like, I want to be there. Yes. And just be there. Yes. Except for outside of our, our, what we could see. Well, that would also be possible. Okay. We would just need relay stations, which would yeah. be more, it would just be the same thing built elsewhere. And yeah. you would bounce from one to the other. And then after you actually have the coordinates, you could, you don't even need to bounce. You just go there. Yes. This is crazy technology. This is the most advanced class of society. So the most advanced though is you can just make your own uni- galaxy. Presumably universe, universe at some point. Oh my gosh. Maybe pocket universes would be easy. Not with the energy of a bunch of galaxies, but assuming that the Great Void isn't the first place, and whatever the first place is is way outside of our observable universe, yeah. you could maybe create pocket universes inside of the infinitely large universe, which could suggest that our own universe 
is one of those pocket universes that was made by a civilization that captured enough galaxies yeah. that equals more than all the galaxies inside of our own universe. Ooh, that's awesome. So yeah, wow. the Great Pyramid of Giza, the truth behind it. There you go. What? But what about the other pyramids? Or we haven't found anything like that in any of the other ones? No, the those other... would be uh, battery sources. In any case, they would just be the energy that makes sure that nothing fails. Okay. Not the three little ones. The ones around the world that are in the same line. Oh, we're assuming that they're doing different things. Okay. That okay. is fucking weird, all right? Yes. It could just be... No, it could be the same shit. It could be the same shit. It could be batteries. It could be another computer. It could just be, be more quantum computers. Yeah. The Earth does rotate. Yeah. And like, we, we're what the fuck are we going to do? Wait? Yeah. So it's just to do it faster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can be like, locally, we can send you easily without aiming at anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just send you to that other one that's going to be aiming over there in 20 minutes. Yeah. I was thinking of how they get to each place. But yes, you, you just you just use the pyramid to take you to the other yeah. pyramid. Get yeah. to the closest pyramid. <laughs> and from that one, you teleport to whichever one is going to aim where you need. Yep. And then that would just send you instantaneously to your destination. No problem. That's pretty awesome. What? Yes. That could be it. That could be it. Who it's knows? It's totally possible. So all the pyramids might be. We might have a crap ton of quantum computers. Hmm. And just don't know how to use them because it's too advanced and we're idiots. But it's fun because we'll make our own. Yes. In theory, that should happen no matter what. Exactly. Because that's Ooh. just a natural course of things. Yes. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I think is going on. Just a Amazing. couple of rabbit holes I collapsed down and then had to invent entire technology using some coloring books and a couple of grants. That's amazing. And a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. But... For the scientists, if you want my help, I'm here. What are you going to do for them? I'm going to teach them <laughs> how to get the answers. your ideas. That's just one of many. Mm -hmm. They okay. want to learn how to get the answers. They better bring me all the coloring books, some brand new crayons because I ran out, and some like DMT. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to teach You'll you. solve everything. How to, yeah, all of it. All of it. All of it. Whoa. We're going to do all the drugs and solve all the problems. All right. So yeah, scientists. If you want to find that stuff, you know you can find more of my amazing woke ideas. And you can find episodes pretty much on anything, actually. All the things, all the time. And more episodes like this episode. Yeah. Actually, talking about the pyramids a couple of times. Two or three. Mm -hmm. You can find that stuff on the official website, greatthoughts.info, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at JustConvoPod. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and if you feel so inclined, review the show and we might send that review to the other side of the universe so somebody could see it. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, it is very important that you ask kindly because if they tell you, hey, I have access to the quantum computer from the episode that you showed me, you would never know if you didn't show somebody. And if you were an asshole about it, why would they want to tell you? They would just be like, that douchebag told and me about the show. And then if they tell you that, you tell us that. Yeah. That'd be cool. That means you found one of the time travelers or one of the humans that can use this technology, whether they came from the past, the future, or the present. It might be the version of you that had a teleporter and to kill the cat people before Could we be. even knew they existed. Somehow that's going to tie back to this yes. at some point. It, it's, it feels like anytime we mention anything, eventually it comes back around the haunt us. Mm -hmm. So somehow that's going to come back into play. Yes. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
yes, you should probably not. The lesson here is the moral of the story is don't listen to the podcast on giant concert size speakers because you're going to make whoever you're listening to it with deaf and you might go deaf too. Unless you hid in that building. Unless you hid in that building, in which case just who you're showing the show to will go deaf. They will enjoy it and will be like, thanks, but they can never hear another episode. And that's, that's bad, for, bad us. for us. Yes, that's so bad. That's a lose-lose situation. I mean, lose-win, I guess. Because they heard an episode and you got them and to hear an it. episode. But you can't really have a conversation with them about it now. Because they're deaf and they can't read your lips. Because they weren't expecting to be deaf. And they don't know sign language, so you can talk about it either. If you do know sign language, by the way, and you listen to this, make sure you bring somebody and you sign the whole podcast. What? Yeah. Or... Or go out of your way and transcribe the podcast and then get them to read it. Help us. Help them. Like, if they can transcribe it and send it to us so we can put it on our podcast. Yeah. If if you're out there transcribing podcasts, transcribe the mess we talk about so that you could show somebody in text. I would want to read how chaotic this looks. Yes. It's probably really incoherent. Mm Mm-hmm. We got to do that. Yeah. It would be fascinating. Man. Transcribing must suck. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.